0: Well, good morning. It's about 9.30 in the morning on a Sunday, and I'm recording this podcast while sipping uh, my second cup of coffee this Sunday morning. I used to get up really early and get ready for the day and uh, enjoy a wonderful cup of coffee. This is great stuff. This is uh, coffee that's roasted by a company called Kivu, K-I-V-U. I don't think it's Kivu, I think it's just pronounced Kivu, which is a, a roastery, is that right? No, it's a coffee roaster, that's how you say it, up in the Pacific Northwest. And I like starting my morning with coffee. My first cup of coffee is usually between 4.30 and 5 in the morning. like it a lot, I have a set of routines I go through in the morning, and certainly making a Chemex pour-over cup of coffee is one of those routines. It's almost like a discipline, actually. In fact, it is a discipline. It's not a habit. I have to choose it, and then once I choose it, it gets moving like a habit. That's the difference between a discipline and a habit. Are you are you a disciplined person? Do your friends and your family and your co-workers think of you as a disciplined person? Do you th- even think of yourself as like the best version <laughs> of you that you can be, the result of a bunch of careful disciplines that you follow? It's probably worth thinking about. It's more than a a be all you can be or be the best you kind of Oprah thing. It's actually important, especially if you're a a leader or a manager or a supervisor or an influencer of people and you want to create a different future than will naturally happen. This is a great question. So, over the next five podcasts, this one and four more, I would like to share with you some of the uh, work that we have done over these last 35 years to try to understand. What actually makes high performance teams work and work really, really well? We've come to find that all of them in any environment, in any profession, in any endeavor that are high performance over a long period of time, intentionally so, not accidentally high performance teams, practice five disciplines. What are they? So this is part one to try to describe to you at least briefly what they are. You can actually Go on to Amazon and find my book if you want to read more detail about it. But this is just a a way to kind of give you a nice taste. And if you don't have time to read a book or don't want to buy the book, then have fun walking with me through these podcasts in the coming episodes. So last week, in a moment of kind of quiet frustration, a member of one of my teams said, damn, I never want to only be 90% of what I could be. You know, it kind of struck me that some people would be ecstatic if they only occasionally and briefly sprinted up to that 90% level of what they could be before they slumped back, exhausted, into their easy chair of life. So it struck me some folks are quite content living at 35% of what they could be, sipping on one another's success. I don't really mean for that to be as mean-spirited as it sounds. It's just that... To a kind of surprising degree, we are actually in control of whether we are only 90% of what we could be. We're in control of our contentment with only 35% too, while wondering if our potential, especially in service of a great purpose, could actually be staggering. So effective people's lives are not the result of happy accidents. They're the sum of their habits and of their disciplines pointed to a greater cause. They know that nothing of enduring importance happens in their lives accidentally. It's rather mostly the result of carefully crafted habits and disciplines. They also know that nothing transformational arises from the individual alone. It's always the fruit of of the work of a small group of like-minded Similarly, disciplined people working together who are relentlessly focused on a prize beyond themselves. Everyone who has accomplished great things has done so as a member of a small group of disciplined people in pursuit of a fully realized potential. These people have all been a part of what we've come to call a team, even a high performance team. As much as I would like to push the bounds of my own potential. Personally, I have a greater need to be a part of a team that does what seems impossible. Maybe that's you too. Maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast while you're driving home or on a Sunday morning. Are you energized at the thought of creating, leading, or being part of a small group of people that rocks the world? If, as individuals, we are the sum of our habits and our disciplines and our values, then teams are too. Every team we have studied over the years works from an underlying structure of disciplines that are really invisible to outsiders. And those disciplines create their visible successes (laughs) or their lack of disciplines create their very visible failures. So what are those underlying disciplines that every transformational high-performance team practices? Here's the first discipline, show up. This discipline actually means two things. It means that the individual team members fulfill their promises. They show up when they say they will. They meet deadlines. They realize that the rest of the team depends on them and that if they don't fulfill their promises even, I don't know, perhaps especially those small promises, the team suffers. They know that. Showing up becomes their standard rather than something they hope for or strive for occasionally. It's the bare minimum. You know, standards are are described with absolute terms like always or 100% of the time. They say, I will, rather than I'll try. You can hear them talking this first discipline. Compare standards to goals, by the way, and and goals are described with incremental terms like almost or nearly or or 20% or usually. When we talk about goals, we say, I'll try to reach it. By contrast, teams treat the discipline of showing up as a standard. It means I will fulfill my commitment to you. That's showing up. But the first discipline also means that I'll show up mentally. I'll always have my head in the game, I will listen, I'm going to engage, I'm going to put my phone down, I'm going to fight distractions, I'm going to be right here, right now, engaged as long as it takes. Once I'm here, that is, once I'm fulfilling my promises, then I'm mentally and emotionally here too. I'm present. This is by far the most difficult of the five disciplines to practice, (laughs) Uh, but it's the bedrock upon which the other disciplines are built. If I don't show up, that is, fulfilling my promises and keeping my head in the game, these other four disciplines that follow this one are impossible to practice. Or if I try, they actually have a negative effect on my team. So high-performance team members expect this of one another. They prod each other when one of their crew is not here mentally. They demand that they get their head in the game regardless of the intensity of their life's distractions, because they know that success in pursuit of their amazing, worthy goal is accelerated when this first discipline is practiced. They don't waver in this expectation of one another, regardless of internal or external circumstance. Every high-performance team learns that this first discipline is the key that unlocks performance, It's the daily price of admission. It's like the minimum ticket price to be a part of a team. And when a new or even a seasoned team member fails at this first discipline over time, they actually forfeit their place in the group. It may seem kind of harsh, but without a relentless practice of this first discipline of showing up, no group has ever attained greatness. Watch yourself. Watch your teams this week, too. Just kind of study yourself. Notice the effect when promises are fulfilled and when you show up mentally. In contrast, notice the effect on you and on your team when someone fails at this first discipline. It'll be enlightening. The key to this is realizing that I'm making promises, not just wishes, dreams, or plans. I'm making promises to my team. Well, there you have it. That's the first discipline. In the next podcast, we're going to talk about the second discipline. The second discipline is built on the first. So, hey, looking forward to talking with you soon. I hope your day is going great. I'm going to finish this wonderful cup of coffee and do a few things around the house, maybe write another podcast. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me in today's School of Leadership. This podcast is part of the Archimedes Experiment, leveraged wisdom from the world's most effective leaders. If you're interested in more, go to my website, dhicks.com. Remember, my first name has only one E. Well, you'll find more short and helpful podcast books and blog posts. If this was helpful, maybe even share it with some of your friends. Have a great day.